Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It's your hosts, Sue Tab and Kendra Petroni, and we are very pleased to share our next guest with you. Lee Marie Mosca is the president and CEO of Rosie's Place. Today, Rosie's Place not only provides meals and shelter, but also supports 12,000 poor and homeless women a year through wide-ranging services and programs. Under Lee Marie's leadership, annual revenues have doubled Today, Rosie's Place is a $15 million organization employing 98 staff. Their signature event is coming up on Tuesday. It's Funny Women, Serious Business, which brings together thousands of supporters in celebrating the Rosie's Place community. Good morning, Lee Marie. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so glad to have you joining us on the show today. So most people, I think, who are listening are probably pretty familiar with the amazing work of Rosie's Place. But I want to just dive a little deeper. There are a number of services you provide uh, for poor and homeless women, including food, shelter, education, advocacy. Let's start with food, because I read something that since the pandemic, the need has tripled. Is that true? And how do you meet that kind of need? Uh, It is true, unfortunately. So a recent study from the Greater Boston Food Bank actually indicated that one in three Massachusetts residents are food insecure. Wow. Now, for Rosie's Place, that wasn't a big surprise because once that pandemic hit, we were seeing lines for our food pantry sneak around the corner. It was just unbelievable. Down the street and around the corner, there'd be women lining up for food. Hmm. And we knew we had to change things and we needed to increase what we were doing for the community in order to be able to meet the growing need. So that's what we did. We tripled our food pantry capacity. So now we're serving 350 women every single day. Women are able to shop once a week as opposed to prior to the pandemic when they were coming for groceries once a month. And um, it's just absolutely astounding what the need is out there. And we're just really grateful that we're able to help meet it. I know that you help with both emergency needs like food and shelter, but you also help with long-term needs that set women up to succeed in the future. Can you talk about the education center and the employment support? Sure. Yes, we do. I think one of the things that I love most about Rosie's Place is that we really understand that the women who come to us come to us for a variety of reasons. And there's no one-size-fits-all solution. And so we try to meet 
uh, the needs of the guests who are coming to us in whatever way that is. And so through our education program, we're offering ESOL classes. Many of the women who use Rosie's Place services are immigrants, and many of them don't speak English or want to improve their English. And so we offer free ESOL classes that are offered either in person or remote. And so we make it really convenient for about 350 students a semester to be able to participate in English learning. We also have technology classes, and we have a robust employment search program so that women who want to return to the workforce are just starting out, get all of the support they need, whether it's resume writing or learning to use technology or job search or matching up with job training programs, we're helping women to find work. I think that's probably my favorite thing about you is you're just not a Band-Aid solution. You're a long-term solution. You kind of um, handle the whole person and all of their needs. And I know you also employ mental health and recovery specialists to help women heal and move into more independent situations. So talk a little bit about how you do that. You said that it's not one size fits all. Um, How do you better equip them to create sort of a path forward? Right. You know, I think we acknowledge that you know, people are whole people. Right. They have, you know, they have assets. They have interests. They aren't just the sum of the challenges that bring us to their to our door. So, in response to that, we really try to offer lots of opportunities for women. So, someone might come to us for one thing, and in working with us on that one thing, she trusts us a little bit more. We begin to talk a little bit more. And we learned that there are other ways that we could be helpful. And so that's why we offer such an array of services, because we know that when somebody sets out on a path that's self-directed, that when they're offered a warm welcome, there's not judgment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a respectful and dignified experience. They're more likely to make progress. Let's talk about how you're funded. I know you accept no government funding and you rely solely on private support. So how much of every dollar donated is used to provide services? 88 cents of every single dollar. Wow. So for that 15 million, 88 cents of every dollar of it is going right back into our program. We are really grateful for the community support. It's individuals, it's foundations, it's corporations. It's really the whole community rallying around the Rosie Place mission and supporting us however they can. And how can people help if they're listening now to donate? Simply go to the website? Oh, absolutely. You can give online very easily at our website, rosiesplace.org. While you're on there, you can always check out ways to get more engaged. There's lots of ways to give back, whether it's a financial contribution, which, of course, as we were just talking about, sustains us, but also gifts of time through volunteerism and gifts in kind through things that we need for our guests. How long, when you speak about your guests, and I love that you talk about um, serving them in a dignified manner because I think that's so key. Um, How long, on average, do women need your services? I'm sure it varies pretty widely. Um, But is there an average amount of time that you service your guests? There really isn't. Every woman's journey is unique. Mm -hmm. Some guests come to us for a very short time. They're just going through a rough patch. You know, they they were struggling before, but they were able to hold it together and hang on. And then something happens that tips them over the edge, and they need our services. 
they will use our services through that period of time. And then when they don't need it anymore, they will move on. But they know that they can always come back. And so sometimes women will have received services from us, and then years later we'll hear from them and say, you know, I never thought I'd need your help, but now costs are astronomical, and I'm really struggling to afford making ends meet, and I I remembered how you helped me before, and I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. You know, for other women, particularly for our homeless guests, where that struggle to get out of homelessness, which is so, so hard, Those women are using our services regularly. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab along with my co-host Kendra Petroni. And today we have the privilege of speaking with Lee Marie Mosca, who is the president and CEO of Rosie's Place. Rosie's Place provides food, shelter, education, and advocacy support to thousands of homeless and near homeless women every year. Their signature event is coming up on Tuesday. It is Funny Women, Serious Business, which brings together thousands of support Supporters in celebrating the Rosie's Place community. Let's talk more about this much anticipated event. Funny Women, Great. Serious Business. Lee Marie, I've been to the event many times. It is unbelievable. I feel like you walk in and you can just feel not only the energy, but the sense of purpose in the room. I love that. Thank you for saying. Why do you think it resonates with the community and, and what do you attribute its success to? You know, I feel that, too, when I walk into the room of Funny Women Serious Business. And, you know, interestingly, it's very similar to the feeling you get when you walk into Rosie's Place. It's that feeling of community. We're all coming together with a common purpose. And that just makes change possible. It's inspiring. It's I think that the people who attend Funny Women Serious Business you know, whether they're learning about us for the first time and they were told, you know, by a friend who they invited them and said, hey, come and check out this organization. I think that you might be interested in learning about their work or someone like you who's been a supporter for a really long time and comes back year after year. It's that idea that together we really can make tangible change happen. And we talk about that at the event and we talk about ways in which our guest lives have been changed and the way that the community has helped us get there. And when you're at Rosie's Place, you don't only see staff and guests. You see volunteers. You mm-hmm. see partner service providers. You see all these people coming together. And it's really hard to distinguish, you know, who's who. It's, mm-hmm. it's like we're all level playing field just trying to improve things um, for our guests. And yep. that's just, that, I think that's what real community is. Your featured speaker this year is Ashley C. Ford. She's the author of the New York Times bestselling memoir, Somebody's Daughter. She'll discuss some challenging times in her own life growing up in the absence of an incarcerated father. Why was she a good choice for this event? Oh, she's such a great choice, and her book is so good. She's a beautiful writer. So her story is one of overcoming trauma, Mm. which most of the women who are coming to Rosie's Place have experienced some sort of trauma in their lives. You know, her story is one about forging your own path and making your own way. It's a story of surviving and thriving. It's about resilience. It's about being strong in the face of adversity and finding hope. And that, those themes and messages, they echo our experiences working with our guests. Those are our guests. Our guests are among the strongest and most resilient people I have ever met. 
and they don't give up and they just keep hoping and they just keep working towards a better tomorrow. And, um, you know, Ashley's book is about that kind of resilience. I always love hearing, Lee Marie, from women who have benefited from the services you provide and gone on to do remarkable things. It, I think, yes. underscores how their time with you can be life-altering, life-changing. And I love yes. that you call them guests. Talk yes. a little bit about why you call them guests. Absolutely, because Rosie's Place doesn't belong um, to to us. You know, it's all of ours. And so when they come in, they are the guests of our community. They are going to be catered to. They're going to receive high-quality service in a very welcoming way while they're there with us. And, you know, that harkens back to our founder, Kip Tiernan, who from the beginning wanted to create a culture and a community where there wasn't a difference between us, the service providers, and them, the ones who were receiving services, but that we were privileged to be able to offer something that women had an opportunity to either accept or not accept on their own terms, and they are our guests while they're in the space that also belongs to them. You know, this event raises critical funds for your support programs and services. Can you talk about how the money is specifically earmarked? Is there a fundraising goal that you have? And how many people do you expect to see this year at the event? Yes, there is a goal. It's a big one. We're hoping to raise more than $800,000 through this event. Wow. So with a a $15 million budget, it's pretty important for us. Um, 1,300 people will probably be there with us on, on Tuesday. I hope some of your listeners will decide to join us and make it more, more than 1,300. <laughs> there's always <laughs> but, room for um, more, always right? Room for there's more. always yes. room for more. Always. Yes. At Rosie's Place, there's always room for more <laughs> and for people to, to contribute and dig in and help out in whatever way they can. I'm sure uh, you rely very heavily on volunteers. How can people get involved? Again, is it rosiesplace.org? And talk a little bit about what some of those specific volunteer opportunities are. Yes, absolutely. Right on rosiesplace.org, you can find some volunteer opportunities. There's a whole section about getting involved. And there are lots of different ways to do that. We really think, have thought very carefully and thoughtfully about how different people at different points in their lives might want to engage with us. So we offer everything from individual opportunities, like coming in and being a teacher in our ESOL program, or serving a meal in our dining room, or a corporate group who brings a group together as a team-building exercise and comes in and serves a meal in our dining room, or somebody who's too busy to come in and volunteer but still wants to help, can organize a drive for things that we need. You know, I talked about the food pantry and and all that we're giving away. We don't only give out food in the food pantry. We also provide toiletries and other household goods that people could um, contribute to by creating kits. We could even host a kit build. Um, Young people participate in our Social Justice Institute because we want to try to and encourage and inspire change for the, the next generation, then that they feel that they can be part of Rosie's Place. It's sort of a, an internship kind of program. 
where there's a certificate at the end. And then we also have intern opportunities. Hmm. So there's lots of ways to volunteer with Rosie. And we'll put a link as well uh, to the website on magic1067.com. So you can go to rosiesplace.org, but we'll also link it over on our site as well. Lee Marie, you've been at Rosie's Place for 14 years. Why are you so passionate about this type of work? What keeps you dedicated to this mission? You know, it really just resonated with me right when I walked in. And, you know, 14 years is a very long time. But when you love what you do, it's also blink and you, you know, blink, it goes by. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. And um, that's how Rosie's Place has been for me. I am just so inspired by the women we serve, by my colleagues who work so hard every day, by the people in the community who make our work possible. It's just a really special place where I've met some really, really wonderful people. And, you know, it, when you're going to be dedicating your career to doing something or doing work, you've got to, you know, I, for me, I've got to love it. Right. And, you've got to wake up every day and want to yes. go to work, Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a family. I love my family more than anything. Mm -hmm. If I'm not going to be with them, I want to be doing something else that I feel is personally rewarding, doing something good, and is going to set for my children, you know, an example that we care about making the world a better place. Mm -hmm. And so I, I get that. So I get far more than I give. That's amazing. What advice would you have maybe for somebody listening who may want to follow your path in terms of leadership in the nonprofit space? Get involved with an organization that you really care about. I think that in order for you to really be able to contribute in a way that feels meaningful and allows for you to forge a path for success, it has to be genuine. You really want to think about what it is you care about, and then find an organization that aligns with that, those values. And then get involved. Start off by maybe attending an event or volunteering sometime or just read their materials. Go and visit. Talk to somebody there. You know, organizations like ours are always welcoming people in for tours. I love to show people around Rosie's Place. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think it starts with getting involved. And, you know, if your professional career then allows for there to be a contribution that can be made, you know, I'm not a social worker. I didn't come from this, from social work. Um, I can't, you know, I came from communications and fundraising. And so for me, it was, that was how I was always able to contribute to social service work. So you don't have to be a social worker to contribute. There are people in all sectors, you know, finance offices, facilities, um, public policy, all sorts of different arms of organizations where you can you can contribute. Lee Marie, you've done so much for for other women. So who have the women been in your life that have been your supporters, your role models? Sure. So I grew up with a single mom. Um, I spent a lot of time in communities of women. There were, you know, family members, teachers, uh, you know, people, neighbors and people in our community. And it always seemed like it was women helping other women out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that now that I'm in the nonprofit field in the social services, it's absolutely, um, you know, dominated by women as well. 
So the, those women who support me are the ones I work with. You know, they're the women we serve. I'm surrounded all the time by brilliant, hardworking, innovative, creative, resilient women. And that keeps me going. Do you have a secret to your success? Do you have, you know, a motto that you live by? You know, what, what are the things that you think have led you to, to where you are now? That's such an interesting question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. You know, the, you know, the secret the secret ingredient. I, you know, I think for me, you know, again, thinking about Kip Tiernan, um, who is such an inspiration and, and was such an inspiration for me during her life, um, and beyond. She said, an important part of the struggle is remaining in the struggle. And those words really ring true for me personally, because the work is hard. These are, you know, hard things that we're, we're, we're grappling with. We're trying to make systemic change. We're trying to do some really big, important, weighty things. And it's easy to get discouraged, especially when change, change doesn't come as quickly as you want it to. Mm-hmm. So just sticking with it and remaining in the struggle is progress, and it's really important to do. So for me, as I think about my work at Rosie's Place, that's, you know, that's sort of been the underlying, you know, theme of my work, which is you just stick with it, and you just keep doing the best that you can every day because we're not going to change everything all at once. Mm-hmm. But for that one woman who comes through our doors that one day, her experience with us really can be transformative. And that that is important and that is worthy of doing. Well said. Uh, again, for more information on Rosie's Place or for tickets or information on their signature luncheon, Funny Women Serious Business, which is coming up on November 15th, that's Tuesday, rosiesplace.org. Thank you to Lee Marie Mosca of Rosie's Place. The work of your organization is truly transformative for so many women with impacts that go far beyond their time with you. Thank you for your commitment to the mission and for the difference you are making in our communities. You and Rosie's Place inspire us all to work for positive change and to share our talents and resources with others. So thank you for sharing with us today. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's really been a pleasure and I really appreciate all of your support through the years. You've been listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It is our honor and privilege to shine a light on the change makers and to provide a platform for people who are out doing meaningful work in our communities. Thank you for paying attention and for helping us create engaging programming. We'd love to hear from you if you know someone who's making a difference. Just email us or send us a message on our Magic Facebook page. You can follow us on Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. And please join us every Sunday morning at 7.30 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 